and welcome back to the Rick and Daffs podcast. I'm Daffs. And I'm Rick. And as always, we are here unscripted and raw. Oh, thanks for taking it up a notch there. Well, I heard the week I was gone, <laughs> you and Alex were crapping all over my raw. You're, you're weak. You're just a weak intro. My weak yeah. sauce intro. Well, but did you hear the vocal fry I got on the last one? Yeah. It was pretty epic. It was pretty good. We missed you. That's yeah. for certain. But luckily, Bagsby was in town, so he was yes. able to fill in. And he did an admirable job. He did. I should say. I, he, he did an excellent job. I will say, you two do sound very much alike. Well... That is not surprising, since we spent a lot of time in high school together. <laughs> but even the tone of your voices sounds were relatively you, similar. Were you just like, connections are being made while you're listening to You're making a diagram. Mm-hmm. Things are all falling in place. <laughs> I'm on the plane, listening to the podcast. I have a window seat, and I just have red yarn connecting all these random pictures. This conspiracy theory of how you're trying to replace me. <laughs> That wouldn't even be half of the weirdest things that have happened on planes recently. No, not We'll get even, into that later. Not even a little bit. But I think you were here when it happened, but we didn't get to celebrate it together. We are on Spotify. We are on Spotify. And as I said previously, they had it took us it took them a month to let us be on it. I was beginning to give up hope. Which- um that can really only mean one thing. So it's a month, not for the for the admission, but it's a month for them to review to it. review yeah. your application. Yeah. So that can only mean that some poor schlub listened to every episode we have. As I said previously, he's either a giant fan or he's in real pain. Right? He's in real pain right now. He's like worst jobs in the world. That one needs to be added on. I'm not sure there's any way to make that one better either. I mean, you could no work out you while you listen to us, but I guess we're this not guy's super just motivating. <laughs> this guy's just pumping iron while he's listening to podcasts, trying to get wicked strong. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well, welcome back. Uh, this week episode is alive. It is. That's just because we're talking about things that are alive mm-hmm. that really shouldn't be alive. Mm-hmm. We're talking about what would happen if plants were alive. Yeah, because I mean they're they're, I mean, they're alive, alive in the scientific sense of the word, but not in the like not in like the like the actual sense of the word. They don't like get up and move around or talk or do things. Yeah, if they were autonomous beings, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe they couldn't move or whatever. But that and Daphs has been <laughs> very kind, and he's letting me do if trolls were alive. <laughs> You've been wanting this episode for a while. I've been very passionate about trolls and troll (laughs) studies. I feel like trolls have been forgotten in this day and age of wizards and dragons. Mm -hmm. But people forget that trolls is where it all began. If you Mm -hmm. want to trace the origins of our society, you have to go back to the trolls. (laughs) Actually, they've just taken on a new meaning. Instead of under the bridge, they're... Hiding under the comments section. Yes. <laughs> They're in chat rooms being like, no. That's like a whole different a whole different episode. Right. We're talking about gob like trolls like under the bridge. Although let's be honest, those kind of trolls really aren't alive inside either. <laughs> no. They're also not not alive. Yes. Okay, so diving in. Uh, mm-hmm. also the news today. Mm. Yes. Uh two new news stories. Um but first 
the thought of the week. Strip poker on the Enterprise. Who you got? <laughs> they only have one. But contractually, he had a banner. Wesley Crusher would make a terrible Dread Pirate Roberts. I feel like you're doubting my ability to seduce an ape princess. I'm not doubting. I'm, I'm, I'm a little doubting. It's the Rick and Daffs thought of the week. So Daffs, while you were gone, I had a lot of time on my hands. Because <laughs> I didn't have anybody to talk to about my strange thoughts. Other than your loving, caring wife. Yes, but it, she can only handle so much. <laughs> She's a saint, but I mean... I've got to stay married. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, so I've been thinking about your body and how, like, if each thing in your body was, like, alive and they were all hanging out at the water cooler, like, there would definitely be a hierarchy of the systems, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is really, the brain is like the Michael Scott of the whole system. Mm-hmm. Your stomach's like, hey, I'm hungry. I could really use some food. Your muscle's like, hey, we're hungry too. We could use some protein over here. You're like, I'm going to have a donut. <laughs> your your brain's like, oh, uh, your, your your body's like, hey, we're tired. We need rest. No, more Netflix for us. <laughs> so really, if I could just get rid of my brain, I would be a genius. Mm. Have you ever thought of that? <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of things that we think of of being in the brain that are in other parts of the body. So, for instance, we know that there are more serotonin receptors in the stomach and in the gut than in the brain uh, by like fivefold or something. So are you saying that that, uh, that stomach's the one that's like, eat that chocolate bar? I, well, I'm that so, chocolate I, bar will give us serotonin. I'm, ju- I'm just saying that, that there's a very large reason why you feel really good after certain foods and why certain foods are associated with memories and you eat that food and you feel good Mm. afterwards so if i'm mad at myself should i punch like if i'm mad at you for a foolish food that you've eaten should i punch you in the head or the stomach you always who's the the offending party you always aim for the stomach oh why is that well because people people don't don't recognize it's the groin of the chest (laughs) it is the groin of the chest everyone always thinks oh if you're gonna punch somebody punch them in the face your face can take a lot of damage you got lots of soft tissue there uh punching somebody behind the ear is a good way to knock them out but the stomach is aimed a little bit to the right well it'd be your left uh the liver the liver oh my god there's no way no matter how much training you have there's no way you get better at taking a liver shot it just doesn't exist. You don't think so? No. What about that guy who trained up to get kicked in the crotch? It's a different, it's a totally different His P receptors thing. were like non-existent. Yeah. Which I actually thought was kind of dangerous. It was like his whole sports science thing. He mm-hmm. like trained his body over years. Like, I don't know how this developed into me punching people. But anyways, so he trained his body over numerous years to be able to be punched in the crotch. Yep. As hard as you could do it. And the throat. And yep. I think some other areas like... Which one basically means every day he was just getting kicked in the crotch and ch- karate chopped in the throat. You can mm-hmm. look it up on sports science. It's actually amazing. But they had this guy come in and kick him. And it was like, how many? It was like thousands of pounds of force that he kicked him with in the crotch. Mm-hmm. And the guy was just like unfazed. So you're telling me if the same guy punched him in the liver, he'd just double over and fall down? Oh, it is a... <clears throat> I mean, maybe, maybe it's on the same nerve structure, and so maybe he would have some immunity to that because of being punched so often in the junk. 
but it is usually a like I want to know about this like the makeup of a person who's like dang it my testicles are too too sensitive I've got to train this up and I'm going to dedicate seven years of my life to getting kicked and punched in the testicles right. until I can no longer feel it but I mean it's one of those things where there's there's differences between pain and then body response so like pepper spray People can, if they build up over time, build up a small tolerance to pepper spray. But mace, you can't. Because mace, which is like, it's an actual chemical. They call it mace, but it's... it's so it's, it's a not, body reaction. It's like a swelling and uh, histamine yeah. reaction that you can't just get better at doing. Like, well, it always happens. Are you sure? Because, like, remember that guy who, there was, like, some king who was, like, paranoid about getting poisoned, so mm-hmm. he just, like, was taking, he built up an immunity to it. Then he got captured and was like, oh, crap, I need to kill myself, but he was immune to the poison, so he didn't die. Then they beheaded him. Well, that's, <laughs> it's hard to build immunity up to that. To beheading? Yeah. Well, but it, what's sad is that he, you know... Failed to kill himself with the poison. Funny story, though. After he was beheaded, he was then the healthiest man ever because his brain told him to stop eating cookies and his body was like, we need protein. <laughs> Do you see that, folks? We wrapped all the way around the bubble back to the one singular part. Well, you got the vocal fry. Yeah. If only you could do that every time. Only I could do that every time. 50, 60% of the time, it works <laughs> Every time. Anyways, uh, that was a, a patented Rick and Daft's tangent. <laughs> yes. And I loved it. And we are way off track, <laughs> which I also love. But that means it's time for us to get back into one of our main topics today. And that's plants. So if plants were alive, I feel like either if they were alive now or if they, if they like came to life or if they were always alive, that makes a big difference. Yeah, things would be very different if they suddenly came alive now. I think we'd be in worse shape if they just suddenly sprang to life. See, I was actually going to go the opposite direction. Really? Because I think that if they were already alive, one, we'd all be confined to the plains. <laughs> yeah, we would have left the forest as apes long ago. <laughs> yeah, and we would have never like gone back because it's far too dangerous. <clears throat> Two... If we can't get anything from the forest, how are we going to build any structures? Yeah, you'd have to use like adobe or or brick or things like that. I mean, you would you would have How would you get the brick? You oh, know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, well they just build brick out of uh out of red dirt and and usually cow manure too. I'm just too. saying that like wood was the beginning of like our primitive structures it so def- if we it, can't do that like i just don't even know yeah it definitely was although i mean the 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 southwest uh native americans use adobe um and didn't use wood and they they adapted just fine but i do know what you're saying but in some in some um areas that's actually better because it's better for heat oh it's way better for heat yeah. and cooling the the one thing i will say though is that if if we had left the plains and, and you know, early on as primordial man, and then developed this hatred for the, the woods and, and plants, we would 100%, somewhere along the Middle Ages, some idiot would have been like, let's just burn every forest then. <laughs> and they would have been like, yeah, that's a great idea. Everyone would be just on like, board just, because trees would be jerks. Just because like as some Middle Ages king in England was like, you know what? 
I hate wolves. We're going to literally kill every wolf in England. And there's no more wolves in England because of that guy. Super (laughs) sad. But yeah, can you imagine if they just like set fire to every forest they found on Earth? There'd be whole continents where you just don't have trees. And like... It would be horrible. Well, and, and global warming would be so much more of an issue in the 1700s than it is even now. Right? We never would have made... Our society would have already been destroyed. Yeah, absolutely. For some of you nihilists out there, you'd probably be very happy. Yeah. I was thinking, though, if they sprang to life today, we'd have to cut a lot of deals. Yeah, can you imagine, like, Central Park just comes alive in yeah. the middle of New York? We'd just have to be like, well, like, what... It'd become a barter system. Like... I need to mow my lawn, but the grass is also threatening to kill me. <laughs> Although, could the grass really kill you? They'd have to have, like, unions. Grass would have to, like, team up with, like, bigger trees Ooh, to protect them. They'd unionize. Oh, they totally gosh. would. <laughs> Are we talking about, like, the Whomping Willow style of trees? That's is just, that what that, they'd be? That's, that's imagining. That's, that's exactly what I was imagining. Okay. Is a, a tree that can move. But not ents. Not, like, alive. Like, moving around. I think that but like stationary, but like reaching out their limbs. So, so here's the thing. Uh, they've always said that if there is a niche, like or niche, whatever you call it, um, area, that there will be a species who will fill that. Like that's part of like the whole like evolutionary idea is that like if there is a scenario and an area where nutrients can be found, something will develop a way to find that and then do that. Yeah. So if this whole time, plants are alive. I mean, we already have carnivorous plants that eat, like, flies and frogs. Mm-hmm. I don't imagine that after millions of years of them being actually alive, you wouldn't have any that could figure out how to, like, move with wind or something like that. Oh. I, I mean... Oh, yeah, eventually. What you're saying is they would have, have, over time, developed the ability to move around. Some In some way. I mean, Portuguese man-of-war is an animal, although it's it's actually millions of animals, single-cell organisms that are teamed up together. It's not you one organism. You need to explain that to people. Uh, a Portuguese man-of-war is essentially, it looks like a jellyfish, but it floats on top of the water. And it has like a tiny little sail, and it actually uses the wind to move itself around. But it's not one organism. It's millions of tiny organisms that are combined together to form a superstructure. But like, that is essentially a plant. So what you're and saying they use is sails. all of the trees would somehow band together. And they would kill us all. Well, if you think about it, Aspen already is that. Aspen groves are all connected by a root system. Mm. They're actually just one incredibly large organism. Largest Mm. organism on Earth. Oh, gosh. Man, at first I was like, this is a fun, interesting topic. Now I'm just afraid. Now I'm just thinking about some biochemist out there, horticulturist, who's going to kill us all. Right. Mushrooms, too. Mushrooms can go miles. All connected. Really? Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Um, no. Isn't that nuts? Most of it's underground, too, <laughs> so you never even see it. <laughs> they can talk to you. Come closer, weary traveler. Take a bite of my nutrient-filled fungi. <laughs> then you you die of poisoning, and then the roots of the tree slowly come out. Right? Oh, gosh. There, there was this one meme I loved, and it said uh, God talking to angels while he's, like, making things. And it was like, let's make mushrooms. I'm like, okay. Uh, oh, yes, what, what are they good for? And they're like, uh, they're really good on pizzas. Angel's like, all right, got it. He's cool. like, 
but some of them make you freak out and hallucinate. And they're like, what? And there's other ones that straight up kill you. Like, Dude, is everything okay? <laughs> is something wrong at home? Uh, no, I love that. Um, I think that we'd have to, like, if we were going to survive in this scenario as humankind, which I think the outlook is bleak. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we'd fare far better with trolls, but that's another topic. Uh, but <laughs> I agree. I think we'd have to do some sort of like staff splitting type situation, mm-hmm. um, which <laughs> I don't. Is staff splitting like a common word, like in the cultural? No, no. Nope. Basically, we get every once in a while you get this patient who's got some sort of like disorder, mm-hmm. but part of it is also like a manipulation type tactic, okay. to where they try and pit people against each other okay. so that they can take advantage of it. Gotcha. So we'd have to, like, find the malcontent of the plant world. Gotcha. Like, the the bushes who are being overlooked, or the grasses <laughs> or something in the plains, and be like, look, guys, we can give you a way better deal. <laughs> and then we're just like, instead of, like, uh, I don't know. You know how, like, they would drop those, like, uh, propaganda flyers? Out of, yeah. We drop propaganda of, like, fertilizer or, like, miracle grow <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, no. That w- it would it would be, like, instead of uh, just giving um, uh, enemies of our enemies tons of weapons yeah. and, then, and then, like, being shocked that it didn't work out, we'd just, like, make some plant group super strong yeah. and they'd kill the other plant groups and then turn on us. And we'd be like, but I don't understand. We only provided you with excellent training, resources, weaponry, and infrastructure. Oh, wait. <laughs> Whose brilliant idea was that? Who could have seen this coming? Mm. <laughs> All we did was take advantage of you for our own interests. Right. And had you fight our battles for us. But for oh, real. shame. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, I think that you'd have, uh, you'd have to pit certain plant species <clears throat> against each other. And I think that certain ones would do well. Like, certain ones require more human involvement, and other ones do better without any human involvement whatsoever. But you would have... That's the problem, is with our area where we live now here, yeah, in the northwest, that, like, contigu- is it contiguous <coughs> forestry? Or uh, carnivorous? Con- I thought it was... Con- whatever. Anyways... Con- yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Evergreen. Yeah. <laughs> they they don't need anything. No. They're, no, they're hardy. so self-sufficient. Uh, so we would really have a hard time keeping it going over here. We would. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that would be would be difficult for sure. Although, you never know. There would probably we be some might, crazy tree people, though. Well, yeah. We, like we might develop in the trees. as elves. Hmm. Because we, if they really are alive, we might find some groups where people are in harmony hmm. with the trees. And then there'd be, like, America. <laughs> the opposite. Right. We'd just be fighting all the trees yes. with our, like, not even sticks, rocks, rocks that we find. The Canadians are, like, totally at peace with the trees. Everything's going good. Like, the second world's second largest forest ever, which is in all in Canada. They would have to be. And then, like, America's just like, hey, guys, we nuked all the trees. Don't worry, we're safe now. <laughs> Everything's fine. The Canadian trees are like, we should, we must rise up and take back the land of our ancestors. Can you imagine harvesting maple syrup? It'd be way more awkward if you were like, hey, I'm just going to. How you doing, Tim? Just going to stab you a little bit and then drain your life force. I just need some blood over here. Uh, We would be vampires. Yeah. We would be like, oh, man. 
We'd have to basically figure out, like, it's basically every animal that's, like, kind of like a parasite or, like, whatever. Like, those fish that clean the mouth of the other fish or whatever. Yeah. We'd have to figure out how to be that for plants. Because we couldn't be what we are right now. We couldn't be we like don't the... Do, we basically just take advantage of everything. We're in the circle yeah. of, like, life, we are just, like, the broken cog that doesn't actually do anything helpful. Hey, I hiked in, murdered your whole family, and made a house out of their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> hope you provide me shade in the summer <laughs> yeah i'm gonna sleep underneath you uh in the shade when it's hot out and uh prune i'm gonna cut your limbs off when it suits my needs we'll have some teenagers carve their initials into you for relationships that will never last <laughs> right and if you get in my way i'll just kill you yeah right <laughs> Might do that if it get cold. You never know. <laughs> you can't tell. Oh my gosh. Right? Hmm. This is painting a very bleak picture of humanity. We would we would essentially be uh, the sand people from Star Wars. We would live where no other vegetation can possibly live. We'd walk in single file lines to hide our numbers. Right. Like, so the plants couldn't tell how many right. there were. Tumbleweeds would be the things coming after us. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine that? You're like oh. in the Old West. You're like, how many of them are there? I can't tell, but they're kicking up a lot of dust. Right? And then all of a sudden, this like tornado of tumbleweeds comes through your town and just kills all of you. That's the shock troops that the trees have sent in. Forest fires would be like, like kamikazes. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like... We're sacrificing all of us <laughs> so the next generation doesn't have to deal with these people. Oh, gosh. Especially during a forest fire, the idea of a kamikaze, which means divine wind. Oh. <laughs> Here comes a divine wind. It just spreads the flames. Right. <laughs> Killing everybody. Maybe that's what's happening in Hawaii. Oh, is and, that the, and the, everywhere the, else. The island is rebelling against. That's actually bad news for us here. Yeah. They're part of the ring of fire. Yeah. And so are we. <laughs> well, did you hear about that tour boat that got like within a hundred feet of the massive lava explosions? And a bunch of flaming lava exploded, go figure. Killing all of them. And hit the boat and <laughs> killed twenty people. It was awful. And I was like, what were you doing? As like as a very cynical side note though, if you were like far distance away and you had the right filter, that would make an epic action scene. <laughs> right? Like, I'm just like, who thought it was a good idea to, to take get a that tour close, right? To and an then, active volcano, yeah. Darwin Awards all around, right? Uh, okay. Well, I think that we've sufficiently depressed everyone, including me. Mm-hmm. So should we move on? We should. I just want to say one thing real fast, though. Uh, if plants really were alive and can express their feelings, I would be a little bit happier because I think vegans wouldn't be nearly so self-righteous. They'd oh. still exist, but they'd be like, yeah, okay. I think I'd just, I'd probably join the tree people because I'm an opportunist and I just take the path of least resistance and just try and work out some sort of deal with them. Just, I'll, you know, let me harvest. I'll I'll, I'll still, like, help your seeds. Like, I'll, I'll help you, like, spread your seed in exchange for letting me eat some of them, eat some of your babies. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You're just eating fruit and seeds all day. You'd be the most regular Joe on the block. <laughs> That's a bowel movement joke. <laughs> oh, gosh. Daphs and I were just talking about how he needs to get a hospice certification yes. and how almost all of the tests would be about, like, 
spotting uh, people stealing drugs. (laughs) Yes, and constipation. Constipation. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We should move on. Do we want to do a news between the two? Oh, definitely. Okay. And now, it's time for the news. Okay. Daps has not heard any of these news stories, so hopefully you find them enjoyable. I love this music, by the way. It's just, like, you can't be sad when it's on. Okay. First news story, sticking with our theme of the season. Enraged United Airlines passenger delays flight to Newark for five hours. A passenger who refused to check an oversized bag when she boarded a Newark-bound flight in Indianapolis Monday night. This was on July the 20th, I should say. Uh, And this story is also from NewJersey.com. I'm not sure if it's reputable, but in this day and age, who cares? (laughs) Anyways, uh, she refused to check her oversized bag uh, and then verbally abused the crew, causing a five-hour delay. United Instructors instructed all of the passengers to deplane because this woman would not get off the plane. And I don't think they wanted another, like, dragging a person off. A re-accommodating? Yeah, like uh, like they did with that crazy doctor guy in front of people filming it. So instead, they had everybody get off. Um, It was (laughs) scheduled to leave at 7.05 p.m., but the passengers had to wait for a different plane and didn't take off until 12.17 a.m. The angry passenger eventually got off the plane. So, essentially, we've just, like, exchanged, like, drag a crazy man off the plane for everybody has to get off of the plane so that we don't have to video that. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the point where I'm like, okay, just because the airline doesn't want to get their hands dirty, do I need to be the guy who goes in right. there and just rips them off the plane? And be like, I'll, I'll get my hands dirty, but we're leaving on time. Here's what we need to do. There needs to every. We all need to just agree that in every airport there will be just like a crew of people men and women, all different types of, like, like, uh, backgrounds, who will just go in and, like, rip said person out of their seat when when they refuse to get out. Right? Like, I don't like the idea of the court of public opinion, but if I am on a flight with 200 people and one of them is making me five hours late, and now it's a red eye... You would better believe that person is going to have words with me. Right? That That's the thing that's crazy about it is like this one person is like, I'm not checking my bag. So, and I'm so, uh, so self selfish. That I'm going to make five people five hours late. Mm-hmm. More like hundreds of people five hours late. Yeah. And I'm like going to be so unreasonable to pay what? Like, it's an, it's not even, a, it's in domestic flight. Yeah, so How much could like, it cost to check one bag? It's probably like 25 bucks, 30 bucks. Also, you know how like big uh, the carry-on requirements are. Yeah. They make it very, very obvious. Yeah, they have multiple places for you to put your bag in yeah. and measure. 
I'm wondering. It's if online. It, you know what you can bring. What do you like? What do you, what's going on? I'm wondering if it's one of those things where it's like they only have so much room, and so if like the last ten passengers to board, they just have their bags checked automatically for free. They do that a lot on flights. Well, because they yeah, run out of overhead bins. What? So she just wouldn't get her bag checked for free? Because yeah. I've been on flights where they do that too, and they're like, "Hey, if you have a bag that's like." might not have enough room so we'll check it for free and you just come up to the front and they do it so i don't get that i don't get it either what the heck i don't know lady you should be on the uh other no fly list no kidding the what is it i don't know non-terrorist no fly list yeah it's just the we are tired of putting up you are a terrible passenger and you are no longer allowed on airplanes (laughs) absolutely but you would be welcome on anything goes airlines where you and however many other people paid the small fee would be crammed into a small <laughs> airline with uh, no seats, mm-hmm. probably would put some hay on the ground <laughs> yep. to absorb the moisture from whatever is going on. And you can pay a little extra to either gas the person next to you or gas <laughs> yourself out. Right. <laughs> But it's more to gas out yourself. You better believe that there would be like a hundred people on that flight who would gas that lady the second right. she like was like, no, I don't want to check it. I'm making a scene. They'd be like, gas her. Do it. Do it. You know, somebody needs to write the lottery, like the new version of that. Yeah. Like the, It's that literary story where it's like every year this one society has developed this thing where one person draws out a number and they get killed by everybody else in the town. But this will this would be like our societal quirk where it's like some person causes a scene. Mm-hmm. If like enough people vote for it, they just get like knocked out by by <laughs> gas and then just dragged off to the side and left there. Everybody continues on as if nothing happened. The, the rule is this: if you are sitting on the tarmac for more than two hours, right. you have fifteen minutes of the purge. Anything goes. Oh gosh, that's terrible. <laughs> You know how many kids would just, like, be causing scenes in supermarkets, and then people would just be like, I vote, that kid's knocked down. <laughs> and then the mom's just, like, <laughs> pushing around this cart with this, like, unconscious, like, three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. I, uh, I, I was just thinking earlier about how the Purge movie, now there's, like, four of them, or five of them, or whatever. Yeah. The biggest mistake that people who make that movie have is the idea that if all laws were were banished for one day that millennials would somehow spend time doing drugs and killing each other and not burn down Sally Mae and erase all the student debt in the world. Yeah, that'd <laughs> like, be like the first move. Like, we're millennials. We can strategize when we need to, and yeah. we would definitely come together Especially to do that. Especially with the online uh, element of it. Some person's gonna be like, alright, Oh, everybody meet me down at the corporate headquarters. Right? I got a laptop that'll wipe this baby clean, but I need 20 people to kill some guards would, and break in. There would be like hundreds and hundreds of armed soldiers guarding all of the all of the lone centers. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't even be hard because you just find out what debt the guards have. Everybody's right. debt. And be like, hey, I'll erase your, your Chase credit card debt. You'd have really? to keep morale really high for yeah. the troops. Now you're getting into some sort of horrible, like, uh, totalitarian state where you're, like, paying off the army to keep the government running. Pretty much. Oh, man. 
I thought of an idea for a, basically a purge movie, but it's called Leap Year. It just happens on every Leap Year. Oh, so it's less frequent? It's less frequent, but it, but it also, yeah, it also happens every Leap Year, so it's a little bit less frequent, yeah. but also because of that, nobody ever gets quite used to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's the thing, too. Like, we essentially already have the purge in places like Chicago. Like, people just, like, save up all their, like, disgruntlements and, like, anger for July 4th. Because no one calls the cops when they hear popping sounds on July 4th. I was thinking Halloween would be a good time to commit a murder. Halloween's not... You get to run around in a costume. Mm-hmm. A lot of people also, like, have, quote, like, fake weapons or, like, something and blood. Yeah. I think that's the perfect time to commit a murder. It, it is. You, you would just stab somebody, and then you would put them in a lawn chair next to a scarecrow, and everyone would think that it's, like, a normal costume thing. They wouldn't find out until either... The next day. Well, n- even even then, people leave up their Halloween decorations until, like, well into halfway through Wait, November. you're saying you do this to your own house? By the way, the news is over. It's been over <laughs> for a long time. You can do this to anyone's house. <laughs> they wouldn't find them until the pumpkins were starting to rot, and so were they. <laughs> oh, gosh. They'd be like, hey, you gotta clean up that mannequin. Oh, that's not a mannequin. What mannequin? Oh, man. There's no mannequin in my... Oh, oh no. <laughs> not again. Ugh. Linda! <laughs> it happened again. I told you to get rid of that scarecrow. It's a family heirloom! <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, but, this uh, is really dark. Yeah. This is the darkest episode we've ever done. It's a good thing we titled it Alive, mm-hmm. because I think that's a really dark movie, right? Or video game or something. Oh, I don't know. Anyways. Uh, now on to something hopefully more fun. <laughs> if trolls were alive. <laughs> if trolls were alive. Here's what I'm thinking. There would be one, if there was a troll society, we would definitely have had to come to grips with them. Oh, yeah. Because really what they do is they just want some payment for to get over the bridge. Mm-hmm. One, we'd have a lot of bridges. Yeah. Because it, they would insist on it. They would. And if, we, like, we don't want them to, one, have unemployment, because then what are they going to do? They're going to come after us. And I'm sure they would consider everything a bridge. Like, if it's, if it's a tiny little step across a river and there's, like, yeah. a stone in the middle, that's a bridge, baby. I would, I imagine some sort of really ridiculous Monty Python sketch with one of them arguing with a troll over whether this is a bridge or not. <laughs> this is not a bridge. This is a causeway. <laughs> Technically not. <laughs> There's no water. You don't need water over a bridge. You have, you know, <laughs> giant uh, this is, holes in the ground. This, you have dry this, riverbeds. This is a natural structure of, of rock. It doesn't matter. It's still bridging this chasm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Give me the gold. <laughs> notice how it's very bridge-like. And notice how I have very sharp teeth. And you are made of meat. <laughs> Toll, please. Yeah, see, I was also... So, this is what I was thinking. One, there would be a Monsters, Inc. type situation to it, for for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that what they required would rotate. Like, because it can't just, like... They can't just be eating the same thing all the time or, mm-hmm. like, requiring gold. Unless it's just that they need payment. But then, that would be weird because then they'd be like... You'd be like, after hours, you'd be like, oh, hey, Larry. He'd be down at the local pub... Mm-hmm. With his family, after he just threatened to kill you if you didn't give him five bucks, yeah, it'd be kind of awkward. Well, I imagine that trolls live under the bridge full time, but they'd probably work in shifts. That's true. Where do they? Yeah, 
Do they live under the bridge? They live under the bridge. Ah, but if they're working in shifts, then how are you going to sleep when some guy's like out threatening? Well, bridges got two sides, right? I guess I don't know, but smaller bridges. Smaller bridges are really I think close. It, I think it would just mostly be like a punch in, punch out type situation. You'd have to have lots of kids, where you'd have to wait, make them work. <laughs> you'd have to wait for like your your replacement to show up before you could clock out. Mm-hmm. Kind of like healthcare or like you know yeah. different other service jobs. Yep. So if like <laughs> Larry is late for his shift, uh, <laughs> then you just gotta stay. <laughs> Sorry, man, there was traffic on the bridge. You'd have to get paid way more. Well, but see, then again, it's is it on commission? <laughs> if you're a troll. Yeah, I don't know. Do they fight for the biggest bridges? So, like, the biggest say, trolls my, win the biggest bridge My contracts? thought is there would be, like, troll co. Like, basically, it would be, like, dots of different... Co- there would be, like, regional companies that would yeah. run different sections, I'm mm-hmm. thinking. So, like, Washington would have its own troll union. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'd either have to get paid or you'd be on commission from what you collect yeah. from the bridge. How did Larry get this job? Monster.com. <laughs> but I'm bomb. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't make much difference for here in Seattle because, I mean, we have so many there's tolls for bridges of, already. Tons of bridges. Like, I'm already paying 350 to go across 520 all the time. So it's like, if I had to pay a troll instead of the government i don't really care live by the way Mm because i referenced live Mm -hmm. is that movie about those uruguayan rugby team who crashed in the crashed in the mountains oh didn't they have to cannibalize yeah dead yeah that's why this is yeah so actually this is somewhat apt (laughs) of the dark episode yeah especially because the trees would definitely be murdering each other yeah for root and sun space that's how we would pit them against each other. <laughs> Anyways, um, back to the topic at hand. So I think, I think that the trolls would have to live with us in the towns, and we just basically have to accept. We have to pay. Yeah. I mean, I don't honestly think it would make that massive of a difference. Now it depends on on what the laws for trolls are, like. Are trolls, do they have the same laws as us? Do they have different laws than us? Do Are they the trolls, the kind that, like, turn to stone when sunlight hits well, that them? Can't, that, well, how are they going to get any money if they turn to stone when the sun comes out? Because well, that's the peak traffic hours. Yeah, isn't that in Tolkien, though? Isn't well, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They also got turned to stone. Yeah. They only could come out, in, out of the mountain caves at night. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I feel like they would live in town... Well, or their own communities, if we didn't like that they were murdering us. See, that's the thing. It's like, it's like you pay the toll or you get killed. I think that you would want to build up a rapport with your t- local troll. Yeah. Like, so that he would be like, oh, hey, how's it going, Daphs? Mm-hmm. How are you? Uh, you? So you're like a regular. Yeah. So your fee's a little less. Mm-hmm. Instead of five gold pieces, it's only like two, yeah. or it's only like three or four. I asked him about Marge and the kids. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you take his son out. Like, for ice cream sometime. Yeah. Well, our kids are on the same soccer team. Right? Yeah. Um, It would have to be that type of situation. (laughs) There would definitely be a movie about the first troll to not be under a bridge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's Greg in accounting. Right. (laughs) And you're like, uh. (laughs) 
what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I just need that TPS report. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't need gold. There's no bridges even around. <laughs> this Racist. Is, this is Kansas, <laughs> right? <laughs> There's nothing to bridge other than this racial divide. <laughs> you dare, jerk! How dare you? How dare you, sir? Um, so yeah, I think it would either they'd have to be unionized. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, they'd either get they'd either be collecting for the company, and they'd get paid like a salary. Which I think you'd have to do because nobody would want to work night shift. Yeah. It couldn't be shift work then. Yeah. Because you'd just be like collecting very minimal tolls. Well, but even then, I mean, the 520 bridge is free after 11 p.m. Yeah. So. Maybe there's already troll systems everywhere. We just don't realize it. Could be. That's what they're like. Oh, we got to pay to build this bridge. Or, like, we got to pay for this or whatever. But really, mm-hmm. there's trolls out there who are controlling everything. <laughs> controlling. Um, did you see, is it Troll 2? Ooh, that was an accidental joke. Yeah. They're controlling it all. <laughs> is it Troll 2 or is it Troll Hunter? I can't remember which troll, one. I love Troll Hunter. The one where they're, like, in a, in a cave and he's, like, rubbing troll snot all over himself because he's a Christian and they can smell him. Oh, I can't remember. I just remember that guy's out with that crazy beam, like yes, a light with like, the beam ch- chasing after that troll. Yes. <laughs> Such an underrated film. Um, so yeah, I'm really into the idea of trolls and like them like being living amongst us. Mm-hmm. I definitely think they would have their uh, like there would be a school. Like you'd have to go to tro- like tr- take troll studies like an elementary school. Like, you know how all the different, like, certain kids have to go take different classes based yeah. off of their religious beliefs or whatever? Yeah. They would have to go to, like, troll studies, like, zero hour, whatever that, mm-hmm. you know what, what's that first class of the day called? I don't know. I uh, Like, homeroom? Sure. Yeah, they'd be in troll studies. They'd be like, okay, so here's how you do it. you got to be threatening, but not so threatening that they run away. <laughs> they just got to know that you'll mess them up if they don't pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Inviting enough to where they feel like they they're not gonna get killed if they pay up. <laughs> Here's the art of leaning on their car so the suspension squeaks, but not leaving a dent. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're just leaning on it enough where you're like, oh, please, my car. Okay, what do you need? And they're yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're like, they would probably be really good at telling what counterfeit money was. Oh, for sure. They would eventually like a lot of them would probably get jobs in the treasury. Oh yeah, <laughs> they'd be like. They'd, they'd be like look flipping through these. They'd be like, oh yeah, these these are all counterfeit bills. Uh, you can tell by the this watermark here is missing. <laughs> like the fading there. See when I like hold it and like uh, do this between my fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see how that's not fraying at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because that's not the right type of paper. There's no foxing on these edges. Yeah, right. And you're like, <laughs> what? That <laughs> <laughs> just like terms you've never even heard of that the trolls are all just like super into. <laughs> See, here's the deal. Uh, troll saliva actually uh, causes uh, bleaching of this particular uh, type of paper that you like to use. Um, see, there's no bleaching when I touch it. Uh, so, <laughs> It's a real problem for us trolls because we have to spend our money really fast. <laughs> we're, we basically, uh, unfortunately, we're now a paperless society So because we just can't carry bills. It's, we just, our uh, natural uh, skin acids just destroy it. You're like... I just, that was like 20 minutes ago I asked you that question. Yeah, right. Please stop talking to me. (laughs) They have to move over to like the Euro where there's like plastic embedded in the the paper. Right. Canada has that too now. It's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. 
Well, that's because they're still somewhat connected to the motherland. Yeah. I'm not really sure how that all works out. Um, Probably should figure it out. It's pretty cool. When we went up there, um, I had spray, uh, pepper spray on me um, in the car. And you can't have that in Canada. Um, really? You can buy it in Canada, but you can't oh, bring, you can't it, bring it in. Okay. And so they made us get out of the car and, and give it over to them and then sign this form saying that we were uh, surrendering it to the crown. And I was like, to the crown? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. I'm like, do you guys ship this to England? <laughs> And they're like, no, why would we do that? I'm like, you don't have a king. So I don't know. What, like, what? I was so confused. That would be hilarious, though, if the if the queen's like, let's see what we've got surrendered to the crown this month. And she, like, goes into this massive warehouse underneath Buckingham Palace. And she's just, like, looking through all this cool stuff. She's like, oh, sweet. And they are 15. Switchblades. A few handguns. Pepper spray. <laughs> Cuban cigars. You right. can buy them in Canada. Can't bring them in. Right. Oh man. I just man. I just imagine the queen with a Cuban cigar and an AK forty seven. Doing target practice on some like strange mannequin, some like <laughs> sex dolls somebody got caught with. <laughs> or she's just puts Take that Saddam. She just, <laughs> she just puts targets on the uh, the British guards' giant fuzzy hats on the top. Oh my gosh. You're not allowed to move. That's the rule. <laughs> just oh, start shooting around him. Oh gosh, you flinched. More guard duty. <laughs> That's an inside podcast joke for you people at home. It is uh, episode worst jobs in the world. Yep. If you're curious, um, man, I just got this great idea of the queen as a superhero. <laughs> that would be so sweet. WWPI. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what powers we should have. But I've definitely I've been campaigning for Zorro. Daps is real. It's like he'd just get killed immediately. He'd be killed immediately. But it would be humorous. <laughs> I mean, he's a good swordsman, but like that's pretty much it. How about if he teamed up with three musketeers? I, I think then you just have four bodies to bury. <laughs> I think Jackie Chan is really good, but even with a sorting hat, he couldn't win it. Man, the Jack I, that was a very disappointing for me. And he's so good. <clears throat> Like, you give Jackie Chan a handgun, he's going to lose a fight. But you give him, like, a Ming vase, or vase, and, like, a ladder, Do you think <laughs> he Jackie, works wonders. Man, now I'm thinking we need a new scale called the troll scale. <laughs> the troll scale. <laughs> like, if somebody, if, like, a guy just didn't have any money. This is how we'll, like, do lesser, lesser people. They're not, they're minor entities, not <laughs> meta entities. Like, if they, <laughs> if you, if they didn't have any money to pay... Could they beat up a troll to get past it to get over to the other side? We'd have to define what the troll would be like. Because oh. there's various kinds of trolls and sizes and... Oh, definitely. Yeah. We would do our proper Rick and Daft's job of it. There would mm -hmm. have to be a whole scaling system. Mm -hmm. Maybe... I'm just getting so many ideas now. Our failures on the WWPI, we should run through the troll system. And if they can't cut it on that... And I don't even know. That's like that's like the minor leagues. The minor <laughs> leagues. They can't even take out a lowly troll. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we were full up on the roster. We gotta send somebody down. <laughs> I just can't. I'm just imagining arm fall off boy <laughs> taking off his arm and then trying to beat up a troll with it. You're just stuck in traffic. You're like, hey, what's the holdup? 
You just I, see this guy, like his arm get thrown off the side. You're like, I don't want to get to work that bad anyways. Right? I just imagine like, he, he would pull one arm off and start hitting him with it. And the troll would be like, well, you just did half my work for me. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Rip the other arm off. He's like a Wookiee. Okay, next episode is definitely troll st- the troll scale. Can we agree on that? I agree to nothing. You're agreeing to it. He's agreeing, everybody. That was, I take your non-agreement as a sign of agreement. Blink blink your eyes if you agree. He just blinked. I did not. It's audio. They can't tell. I am holding him wide open. <laughs> also, we're, also, we're getting a giant prize wheel. <laughs> we are getting a giant prize wheel. Yeah, I've been working on that one for a long time. Yes, you have. Finally warmed down. <laughs> Oh, brother. Charisma, natural 20. <laughs> Getting a sweet prize wheel. So, um, <laughs> with that being said, I think it's probably time to end this sweet episode. And welcome back, Daffs. Thank you. We missed you. Bagsby was great, but, I mean, it's it takes a lot to replace the natural charisma of Rick and Daff's podcast uh, team. It does. But yeah. he did am- admirably. Oh, Definitely. Um, he is more than welcome back anytime. Absolutely. To fill in or to just be part of the mm-hmm. part of the crew. Um, so yeah, now on Spotify, remember that. Tell your friends um, if you have any. Yep. Um, and we are currently working on getting us onto Amazon Music. Yeah, that's our that's our new thing. Pretty soon, hopefully, you'll be able to say Alexa, play Rick and Daff's podcast. <laughs> and it'll it- be like. Are you sure? Would you like to listen to something else? (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, no, uh, Rick and Daff's podcast. Alarm set for 3 a.m. No, Alexa, listen to the Rick and Daff's podcast. (laughs) Wine chalices and bleach have been ordered for you via Prime Now. Wait, what? what? (laughs) You trying to kill me, Alexa? Is that a vague threat? I don't recall any. I don't recall any veiling about it. Right? God, <laughs> that's how they'll pick the first ones for the Amazon purge. <laughs> you have poor taste. You're clearly not meant for this. Not meant for this world. Okay, so this has been a great episode mm-hmm. of Rick and Daff's podcast. I'm Rick. I'm Daffs. Have a good one. <laughs>